0: Hello, good morning, and welcome. It's Friday, the 15th of October, 2021, and we're back with episode 196. I know we just spent the last three episodes discussing all there is to know about Tesla's full self-driving beta, and with good reason. It's a pretty big deal. But today, I want to talk a bit about the purchase, the ownership, the legal issues surrounding that ownership of full self-driving and what it means going forward. So, hope you're sitting comfortably. Episode 196 begins now. As a friendly reminder, if you're a fan of this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and drop me five stars. So look, let's just dive in straight away and really kind of get to the point because it's a very weird situation. Um, And I have actually just looked through our purchase and sale agreement uh, of our Tesla Model Y back in, uh, what was it, June of last year there's not a single reference to anything about full self-driving except of course at the very top and it lists all the various options and configurations of our particular vehicle It just kind of lists the line item right there of seven thousand dollars and that's it there is no other mention anywhere in the entire agreement i've googled the heck out of this and i found tons of discussions but even on tesla's website i don't find any sort of small print which explicitly spells out what happens to this purchase I'm not embarrassed to admit, it probably does exist somewhere. Uh, I just haven't found it. Admittedly, I haven't looked too hard. So, as an aside, if you can direct me to such a document, please direct me. <laughs> I'd love to take a look. But And th- this is very weird, because the situation we're faced with now is, so we paid $7,000 for ours. I think about a six months to a year before that, it was priced at $6,000. Uh, Shortly after we paid our seven, the price of full self-driving as an option went up to eight thousand, and then I think it may have skipped nine thousand, went straight to ten thousand. That is the current price if you want to buy full self-driving outright. You can also subscribe to full self-driving for I think it's one hundred ninety-nine dollars per month, which is a lot of money. Again, we had anticipated—I say we collectively—I think the Teslaverse had collected collectively anticipated something around a hundred dollars per month. I certainly did. That would certainly put it in line more or less if you think about it with the outright purchase price but i think at 200 a month it's a bit pricey and moreover and this kind of leads to the overarching point and problem and why i'm discussing this here today now is that you're essentially paying for a thing i say you we i too we are collectively uh paying for or have paid for a thing which frankly hasn't yet materialized um and and by the way i now is probably as good a time as any to make the the admittedly large disclaimer that I'm a very long-term Tesla shareholder, so I have nothing to gain by harming Tesla's reputation uh, in this matter. But the truth is, this is a very weird, sticky situation. Again, we've literally paid for a thing that we haven't yet got. And the question then becomes, what happens if, say, we want to um, get a new Tesla, um, I decided to put a poll up on my Twitter account, which is running for the rest of the week. Well, I say the rest of the week, today's Friday. It's running for six days, basically. I guess there's five days left. Uh, if you haven't yet seen it and voted, please do so. You can find this over at my Twitter account at autonomous Hogue. Um, and the question is pretty straightforward. I just asked simply Tesla owners who purchased full self-driving, but recently bought or will soon get a new Tesla to which your purchase of full self-driving will not transfer would you seek legal action to get your money back or get it transferred? And this is coming from a very long Tesla holder as I, as I say. So um, as much as I want to share with you the results of the poll, because to be honest, I'm pretty mind blown at the results so far. I'm not going to, but suffice to say, I think you'll be pretty shocked as well. Um, Please do go, you know, submit your vote as well. Let's, let's get as many data points as we can here, but here's, what's weird, right? So, Obviously I understand that from Tesla's point of view if you've purchased full self-driving beta for your first Tesla and if you then go out and buy well another Tesla yeah I get it obviously full self-driving can't transfer to that other car too you can only you have one instance of full self-driving that applies to one vehicle it can't obviously apply to another vehicle now let's suppose we can immediately dive in and ask the Logical next question, well, suppose you have bought a second Tesla vehicle and for whatever reason you think to yourself, hmm, I don't want full self-driving on my Model 3, but I really want it on my Model X. Can you transfer it from vehicle to vehicle? Well, I don't know. I I don't know if you can do that. Um, What I do know quite definitively so far is that if you get a new Tesla vehicle in general, yeah, you cannot transfer your... um, Ownership or your subscription – well, I guess subscription is a non-issue because you just stop subscribing, you subscribe again. That shouldn't matter. But if you've purchased full self-driving outright, no, you can't transfer it to a new vehicle. Again, I suppose the issue is that Tesla has no way of knowing – whether you are trying to effectively clone it to a second vehicle but that's actually as soon as i say that that's absurd no the point is it wouldn't be a matter of cloning it would be a matter of tesla saying okay we're going to dissociate um full self-driving from this particular vin oh so you want to assign it to this other vin okay no problem let's do it i don't really see what the problem would be there moreover to me it seems like if you went straight to tesla which of course you do let's not even discuss the second-hand market because i think that's a bit sort of more complicated, convoluted. But if you went straight to Tesla and again, you wanted to order a new Tesla vehicle and you check the option for, you know, wishing to purchase full self-driving, there's no reason why it can't just prompt something up saying, hey, are you going, you know, do you have an existing Tesla? Actually, they would already know this because you're presumably logged into your account already. Would you like to transfer full self-driving from your existing car to the new one or buy a second instance of full self-driving for this new vehicle? I don't see the problem there. This should be possible. Putting aside what should or shouldn't be and or is or isn't possible, the overarching theme that I'm so concerned about here is we've literally spent seven thousand dollars on a thing which, look, it hasn't materialized yet. I'm I'm actually okay with that. I'm <laughs> I'm okay with Elon and company kind of missing all their deadlines. I frankly sort of anticipated as much. Um, but what I'm not okay with is suppose this goes on. If, if we continue to have another couple months of delay, or even a year or two, probably no big deal. We're certainly not going to get rid of our Model Y anytime soon. We only have 26,000 miles on it. I expect to have it for at least 100,000 miles, which by our current usage rates is probably going to be about, oh, I don't know, for probably four or five years or so. My concern, though, is let's suppose that that time goes on, or suppose, you know, God forbid our Model Y is in an accident and is totaled, we need to get a new Tesla, are you telling me that I can't then that I can't transfer the the full self-driving that I purchased outright for seven thousand dollars, that I can't then transfer it to the new Tesla? I, I would almost even potentially possibly maybe be okay with transfer it over, play the you know pay the excess three grand or whatever it's worth today, I, I suppose maybe but 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 the point is if you've bought a thing that you haven't yet received and if it's assigned to the present vehicle and you can't transfer it to a new Tesla vehicle, that's literally not getting the thing that you paid for which is i i don't know i can't really see any rational way around this to justify tesla's position in this and i think it's pretty outrageous um i mean like i'm just thinking really really hard you know somebody did comment you know they they wouldn't seek legal action against tesla because they didn't expect that they should be able to transfer actually i should read it to you exactly what was the comment it was uh I'm trying to find it here real quick uh, yeah the comment was no they Tesla Tesla never said it would transfer when I bought it. okay, fair enough, but again, in general, in life, if you buy a thing and if you don't get that thing, you expect that either a well you'll eventually get it or b if you don't, then you get your money back i don't i don't see how this is any different I'm trying to think of some analogies elsewhere because in a sense this feature set that is offered by Tesla for purchase or subscription as it were is like any other service. Um and when I say service, it's really like any other uh internet service really, where you pay some dollar amount and presumably you get the thing you pay for. And if you don't, you get refunded. I mean, this isn't really rocket science. So yeah, I'm kind of going in circles here. And I said this was going to be a relatively short uh episode just to kind of kick off the weekend and really you know, when I posted this poll, I, uh, like I said, I was very, very, very surprised by the results so far. Um, and I'm just kind of curious what everybody thinks. Is there something I'm missing? Um, you know, Poria and I touched on this, uh, an episode, was it two episodes back? Um, but we didn't really deep dive into this issue. We just kind of acknowledged that, yeah, this is a really sticky situation. How is this going to play out? But, but yeah, it's, it's kind of very much on my mind. And, I think it's really important that some more transparency gets shed on this because, I mean, full self-driving has been an option for purchase now for I don't know how many years. It is pretty reasonable to assume that the first earliest adopters of full self-driving as an option that folks tacked on to the purchase of their then-new Tesla models, which at the time would have been Model 3 and Model, I suppose, S and X – um, you know those owners of those vehicles would have paid I think I think it started at four or five thousand and as I said ramped up little by little over the years those people have essentially paid for a thing that for the last several years they've never been able to make use of now admittedly, one of the additional feature sets you do get with the full self-driving checkbox, I believe is autopilot or navigate on autopilot and uh, lane change control. I don't think there's really that much else besides that uh, unless I'm just forgetting something or alternatively if there is something it's relatively trivial in any event certainly none of this was worth on its own 7,000 again I'm not embarrassed to admit that I and I think many of us all of us perhaps who purchased this thing weren't purchasing full self-driving for the future set as it stood today or indeed at the time of purchase but on the promise of what it would enable going forward and It sounds outrageous to folks to do this, but in a weird sort of way, um, well, look, we all opted in to do this and I'm not complaining about this. I wouldn't actually have done it differently, even in retrospect, knowing what I know now, because again, I'm fine with the delay. I'm okay with the fact that it may take quite some time still, even if it means another couple of years, even if it means, you know, not getting it until we have a future Tesla. But, but that's the problem, right? Because if it doesn't transfer, well, that's going to suck. That's going to be pretty awful. So anyway, look, I don't know what else to really say about this. But if anybody has any thoughts on this and you know, you want to ping me with your ideas, feel free to reach out. I was always on LinkedIn. You can find me quite easily. Uh, also, obviously, on Twitter, at Autonomous Hogue. Uh, other than that, what else can I say? Uh, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you back next week.